Ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the Hit Start to Play podcast. It's me, the very best like no one ever was, Ben. And joining me once again is my co-host, the Venusaur to my Charizard. Say hello. Oh, that was that was hard, bro. Yo, <laughs> that was hard. I rate that so much. Um, I've, could you know what? Do I even need to introduce myself at this point? It's your boy Noobmaster three seven four two, and uh, yeah, let's go. Let's go. So, uh, if if you didn't get the hint by the intro, uh, we're going to be talking about Pokemon today. Yes. But before that, your passion. We got some some news. Passion. Wait, you uh, love yeah, your Pokemon, bro. What do you mean? It's definitely a series that has, has definitely impacted me, yeah, throughout my life. It's something that uh, I like a lot, but we'll get to that. Let's get to some news. We've got a spicy one to start with. Ooh. Apple and Epic Games are battling in court today <laughs> over some bits. So the trial begins today. Uh, Tim Cook, the, the Apple CEO... I think, yeah, possibly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he'll be giving evidence, and it's the first time he has ever sort of given a testimony at a trial. And basically, I've seen him in person ever. You, well, yeah. <laughs> is he even? Is he a robot? Or He's an he AI. Human? We find <laughs> out today. <laughs> but uh, at stake, this is a big, big stake for Apple here because basically, uh, if they lose, the future of the App Store and the amount it kind of charges developers. Mm-hmm. Uh, is is done kind of so basically in august last year is described as epic games sort of laid a trap for apple and obviously fortnite was on the app store yep and fortnite implemented or epic games implemented its own sort of in-app payment system for fortnite which they- completely bypassed apple's sort of charges. Up a stink Yep, Apple then promptly booted Epic Games off the App Store, yep. and Epic Games basically were waiting for that and just slapped Apple with a 65-page lawsuit mm-hmm. and just said, I'll see you in court, boys. I mean, and uh, yeah, I, I get it because, obviously, it's the same as the Google Store, right? So, obviously, Apple hosts their, yeah, yeah. their products on their Apple Store, which they host themselves. So, obviously, I'm not fully aware of the situation in regards to actually getting apps on the app store. I'm assuming there's some form of payment there, but if I, I think um, controversially, I think Epic games were a bit stinky there because trying to bypass Apple system. Like you have, what's this, what's their launcher called? Epic um, games. Yeah. It's just Epic launcher, right? So they've yeah, got, their, they've got so. it all on PC and stuff. They should respect the fact that it's on an Apple store. Yeah, there, there is there is that obviously. It's, mm. If you put it on the Apple store, you know this is going to be a thing. Yeah, and it's it's one of them where yeah. basically the, the argument is anti competition extortion is what yeah. they're being sued on. Um, which I strangely I, I think Epic Games could win this. I I think so. Unfortunately, it's, it's estimated as well that Apple has made hundreds of millions of dollars. Uh, from Fortnite alone in charges. That's not just... That's literally just off of the 30% charge. That's mental. And uh, basically, Epic Games' argument is on mobile, if they don't want to pay the charges, then where else do they go to sell on mobile? Yeah. And yeah, it is, it is a point because obviously Google Play is the same. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's classed as Apple tax, which is what the actual like charges are. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Apple tax. Apple tax. Oh, that's brilliant. And uh, there's a lot of Democrats as well from the US. I'm not going to say their names, but um, some Democrats and a couple of Republicans have have all backed Epic Games in this. 
yeah. strangely enough, Republicans as well have, which is it's actually a weird one. But it's um, yeah, it's, it doesn't actually look great for Apple here. I'm going to be honest, nah. because uh, the European Union's got involved as well and backing <laughs> Epic Games too, which is it's not it's not a good look at all. For, then I feel like Apple. Apple Apple is stubborn enough to just be like, yo, I'm not interested. Yeah, it's it's a it's a big one. <laughs> you know, big like, boys. Because Apple, let's just be honest, they're going to have good lawyers. So, it. it's, it's, it, what's the defense going to be? Uh, we, we, we will see, but we'll keep you updated to that as the as the uh, the court case sort of progresses. Yes, I think it's probably the it's best the best, the best option. Yeah, I don't I don't know if it's actually started yet. The Battlefield Six, very hyped game. Two new Battlefield images, uh, Battlefield Six images have potentially been leaked. And it was uh, an upcoming trailer that isn't released yet. Someone managed to find it and screenshot stuff. I don't know how, but but they have. So uh, two images made their way into social media. With um, there's a Battlefield reporter, Tom Henderson, who who knows apparently he's like an insider with with uh, Dice, mm-hmm. who has basically confirmed these are from Battlefield Six. But I'm not going to retweet or share these for obvious reasons. Yeah. But he he does confirm they are real. So one of them, it looks like uh, Battlefield's returning to a modern setting. One features sort of a missile being readied for launch with a tornado jet flying nearby. And the oh. other one, it looks really cool. And the other one shows a uh, like a beach with a bunch of sort of Black Hawk helicopters flying about. That's cool. Yeah, it looks really cool. It looks very nice. The maps look absolutely enormous through these screenshots. And uh, yeah, I, mean, I think big enough for really Battlefield good. Five. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Know. Oh god, yeah. And that's actually is that is that the free games out yet on PS? Not yet. A couple of days time. Yeah, no. Battlefield Five is actually free. <laughs> that's huge. And, that's gonna uh, be so much fun. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely going to give it a try. Yes. And uh, yeah, this this has been leaked, and EA have announced as well that it has delayed the next Need for Speed title for this Battlefield title. So it looks like these these pictures are completely legit. Got no reason to do, to you know deny that they're real. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah. Now, big one. This one, bit of an emotional send off here. After 33 years, the last official games mag has published its final issue. Um, the official PlayStation Magazine UK to become Play from its next issue. So uh, the old the old PlayStation Magazine is done. Damn. 33 years. I remember reading them as a kid. Yeah, I mean, all you used to get demos and stuff in them as well, didn't you? Yeah, like, yeah, get yeah. Get around discs. <laughs> get the discs, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It'd be like a demo for something. The discs never properly worked. No, of course it didn't. Like, and it was a game you're never going to buy. You were just like, oh, it's a demo. I'm going to have that. <laughs> yeah, you just play it like over and over again, even though it was like an hour of an actual full game that you never bought. No, of course you didn't. But like, this, is, this is like similarly to Nintendo Power. When that went... Uh, maybe like 10 years ago now that was Nintendo Power is one I always used to read as a kid mm. it was like the first big one and that and that's gone I believe um, the ex- official Xbox magazine is gone as well wow <laughs> all gone I mean I to be honest who really lists like reads magazines nowadays yeah you, like... get, you can get them all online nowadays yeah. it's not like not, not something people like the only people that probably did was people that still had like subscriptions to them yeah which is obviously a minimum amount of people. So, I yeah, if they've, they've, they've shut it down. So yeah, it must have been. 
But I actually remember the. I used to subscribe to the official Xbox magazine, and I remember getting a. You get we got a free game one time. It was like grabbed by the ghoulies, and it was a really awful game where you like you played as this little kid going through his haunted house, and you just fight ghoulies. And it ghoulies. was like, it's a really bad game, but I remember getting it for free and having just a blast. Ghoulies. But the last uh, the last edition was Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. And Resident Evil Village editions, and that was the last one. It's it's own it's it's retirement. Wow. That's it. Now I can claim its pension and its bus pass, and it'd be all right. Yeah, free bus over sixty five. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> God Almighty! But, uh, but for people with a Nintendo Switch, which I presume is most of us now, there are some really spicy games on sale at the moment. Mm. all of them there's a big ten dollar off range of games and i'm talking like triple a games some of these games include legend of zelda breath of the wild i think best game of 2017 pikmin 3 deluxe i've never been a pikmin guy myself but they're very popular mm. never really understood them no I, they just seem a bit weird to me but that that's me being a bit naive i think i've never really gave them that much of a chance no but Super Mario Odyssey, fantastic game. One of the best games of 2017 or so. We've got Paper Mario, the Origami King. I've not heard too good things about this, but Paper Mario is a well-established franchise. Uh, it's, it's worth a go. Yeah, it's pretty it popular. Sale. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is Mario Kart. Fun game. Only thing I don't like about this is they, you have everything unlocked already. Yeah. There's like nothing to really unlock. There's yeah, no hidden characters point. other than Gold and Mario. So it's a bit, yeah. But it's still, it's still Mario Kart. Super Mario 3D All-Stars with three of the best, best Mario games ever made. Super Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine, and Super Mario Galaxy. Um, it's, uh, I'd say Super Mario 64 for that is a bit janky. Because they haven't really... Yeah, it's, it, not it's the greatest of ports. No, nah, it's overpriced for what you, what it is. It's not really, it's not a remaster or anything. It's literally just a port. Mm. So it, it's... Uh, it, it, yeah. I, 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 it's on sale. Maybe you give it a shot. I wouldn't pay the full sixty dollars for it. No, I don't think I would either. You know, Animal Crossing: New Horizons. Obviously, that was huge. Um, that was what twenty twenty game of the year nominee. Uh, I recommend for sure. Yeah, I think it's a very good game. You got Smash Smash Ultimate. Yeah, again, absolutely recommend. This was yeah. one of the nominees for twenty eighteen, I believe. Was a good Mansion game. Free. Yeah, very good game. Yeah, Luigi's Mansion 3, which uh, Luigi's Mansion is a very fun series, Ghostbusters-esque sort of thing where you play as Luigi instead of Mario, which in my opinion, Luigi's better than Mario. Luigi. Very fun. Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity, which I believe is, it's sort of set, I think it's like 100 years before Breath of the Wild. And it's, it's if you've played uh, Breath of the Wild, I, I recommend this for sure. And Pokemon Shield, not Sword. Uh, weirdly enough, it's only only Pokemon Shield. I, I don't know. Favoritism. Yeah, there's not a huge difference between them. It's just a couple of Pokemon, and the, the legendary Pokemon's different. But yeah, it's the newest game in the series. I recommend. Uh, but we we will get onto that yes. in a bit. Next up, there's not a huge amount. Um, one for for you Souls fans, me. Uh, Elden Ring clip has leaked, and they are it's been it's been delayed basically due to COVID. Uh, From Software's always been that sort of company that likes to make sure stuff is is ready. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's been delayed to about April 2022. But there was like a little six second clip, very quick glimpse 
and it looks uh it looks beautiful. So it's, it's a work in, uh, yeah, yeah, it's a work in progress, um, of course, but it's it's a very highly anticipated soul spin-off mm-hmm. that was announced, I believe, at E3 like two or three years ago now. And we're hoping in the next 12 months it finally will be released. We can only hope. Pray. Right. Yeah. It's uh it's actually um Jesus, I didn't realise Dark Soul. How many copies of Dark Souls do you reckon are sold? Uh, six. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Two. <laughs> <laughs> two and I've got both of them. I don't know. <laughs> uh, 27 mil. Is that it? I mean, that's a lot. No, obviously that's a lot. I expected it to be a lot higher, to be fair. But that's... Yeah, bear that's, in mind, that's only Dark Souls 1. That's a good amount, of, whole, good amount of copies right there. Yeah, for a, for a niche niche concept yeah that's a hell of a lot of copies for a game oh, yeah. it's, it's not for, and i wouldn't be surprised if a lot of those have come in the last like five years as opposed to when it first come out because you oh, probably yeah, find yeah, out yeah, people absolutely. started playing like demon souls and stuff and they're like oh yeah as it as the the, the genre became more mainstream that's where people mm-hmm. started picking it up like mm-hmm. big up the ogs like me we <laughs> went from day one we 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 like found out what it was like to lose our humanity from day one. <laughs> but uh, it's funnily enough, actually, with Elden Ring. Elden Ring um, is is technically gaming's most anticipated release, and it won the award, uh, the Game Awards, for uh, the most anticipated release or mm. game rather. So it beat out games like Cyberpunk and things like that. So bloody Cyberpunk! It's definitely got to be that there, that audience. Yeah, well, yeah, can't really deny that. Yeah, and we've got, I think, one last sort of I've, big I one. I think I've got a couple, actually, as well. Okay, yeah, we'll get we'll get to those, yeah. So Xbox games with gold for May 2021 are now available. You mm. can get uh, Armello, not sure, yeah, and me too. Lego Batman are the two games, whereas... Okay, so the dog they got four this month. Um, I, I forget Xbox actually they do they do four. They swap them halfway through the month. With Tropico Four and Dungeons Three being added on May sixteenth, in for the second portion of the month. Not a clue what Armello is. I'm going to be honest. I've never know. even heard of it. No, I mean the, the these games are really nineteen ninety nine dollars for all these games. That. Other than, Dungeons free and is twenty nine ninety nine. But oh, shut up, mate! No, no one. It? Like, I'm not paying that to get that. Like, come on. No, it's seventy nine ninety six like dollars value of games. Like, yeah, it's about fifty sixty quid something like that. And four thousand in gamer score. Hang on, what? You, Do you use gamer score to buy stuff now. I think so. Like, yeah, I haven't used Xbox in that long. I did. I hadn't. I didn't have a clue. Blimey! But apparently, you can use gamer score. I had like hundreds, thousands of that. But like, I had so <laughs> much gamer score. You're telling me now you can buy games? Where's my Xbox? Yeah, can I can <laughs> I chuck my Xbox back on? Yeah, literally. But uh, yeah, well, what what news have you got? Um, I'm not too sure. I feel I feel like I might be repeating myself. But we discussed people dropping out of E3, didn't we? Um, I think so. Yes, I can't remember who it was. Uh, well, Konami has now. Yeah, I, I did E3. see that actually. Yeah, uh, and they've said that it's due to timing. 
Um, right. Specifically, they've said, due to timing, we will not be ready to present for E3 this year. We want to reassure our fans that we are in deep development on a number of key projects. So stay tuned for some updates in the coming months. Interesting. Mm. Um, okay. I mean, I didn't really, I didn't really know if what more like what Konami games were even coming. I don't think I've. If you can remind me of any Konami games, uh, you know. I'll have to look. I yeah, remember. I can't really think of any off the top of my head, so I don't really know if that's going to be a huge loss. Upcoming Konami games. Um, they said they'll be back in 2022, though. But um, yeah, that's a that's an interesting one because they were in that what what uh, the E3 called their early commitment. So the early commitment yeah. included Konami, <laughs> Nintendo, Xbox, Capcom, Ubisoft, Take Two Interactive, Warner Bros. Uh, Warner Bros. Games, and Koch 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 Media. That just sounds yeah yeah yeah. I know what you mean. They were the uh, <laughs> ones that early committed, but now Konami have dropped out because of timing. I don't really know what that actually yeah. means. It's uh, very vague. But... I think the games on the way that there, there isn't really any in. There's some game for the Switch coming out called, I think, Dark Fantasy, maybe. And there's rumors of Silent Hill and a new Metal Gear Solid. Maybe, yeah, maybe it's something to do with that. They're not ready to, pro- they haven't got no, enough no. to, you no, know. Probably not enough to show, no. No. You've got, um, if Konami are going to E3, fully expect uh, Metal Gear Solid or Silent Hill. They're the yes. two biggest franchises they got. If they wouldn't go to E3 without it. That's probably they've probably waited until 2022. Yeah, which um, is why, like we said last week, with Sega confirmed going to E3 now, fully mm-hmm. expect a Sonic game. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. Uh, you wouldn't go to E3 without your biggest Or thing. some Sonic crossover or something. Yeah, it'll be it'll be some sort of Sonic product. Sonic fully expect. football, call it it. Do you remember the uh, old Mario Strikers? Yeah, that game was fun, but... For about oh, it's minutes. awful, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's awful, but it's quite fun. Uh, yeah, no, that wasn't for me. Um, if anyone that still plays Fall Guys out there, which uh, I'm not uh, myself, no, not really, but you know, insert tumbleweed, <laughs> it's been delayed again, uh, for Switch and Xbox versions so they can launch it with cross play. Um, it makes sense, yeah. I mean, so obviously, uh it was purchased by Epic. Yeah. Um, the studio had intended to release both Switch and Xbox ports of Fall Guys sometime this summer. Doesn't look like it's happening. Um, I guess, yeah, it makes sense, but wouldn't you, from a Fall Guys perspective, have sorted that out well before you even decided to cross? Because nowadays, Battle Royales are all cross-play, aren't they? Like, you can't really compete yeah, yeah, otherwise. Now, yeah. yeah. So, that that's a huge... They, I think they've lost it. I think... Um- I think when it when it eventually does release, they'll get a spike. Yeah, but... you'll probably get like two streamers playing it with like one k views, and then all of a sudden everyone will give up again. <laughs> it'll, yeah, you'll it'll spike for a while, but yeah, it won't stay. And obviously, I think the, the problem. Sorry, go on. No, 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 no. Continue. I think the problem you've got with Fall Guys is it's um, it's Takeshi's Castle esque. Yeah, right, yeah, which is fantastic. Love it's Takeshi's fun. Castle. Yeah, it's a beautiful old show. Yeah, and the game came out, and everyone loved it for a while. But like, at the, at the it end gets of the a day, bit repetitive, isn't it? Like, yeah, like mm. at least with other battle royales, the, each game is kind of different. But yeah, with yeah. with full guys, it gets to the point where you can literally predict what games are coming up. 
yeah. each like round. So you, you, it, it got to the point. Do you remember the old uh, the matching fruit one where you stood on the grid and the, yeah, you had to yeah, get, yeah, like yeah. that one got so easy where nobody ever went out. No, I know. So, it's pointless. <laughs> it, it's it's a yeah. It's a good concept, but it's and the other the other issue I've got is. It's under the branch of Epic Games now, which obviously yeah. you bear in mind they've got Fortnite and they've got Rocket League. Like, how do you compete? Yeah, pr- probably two <laughs> of the biggest games. as well. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, you know, two of the Fortnite biggest, games biggest battle royale, and then Rocket League is just a league of its own. You know, it's extremely popular. It's how do you compete with that? Like, Fall Guys is just kind of like it's like the, the third. This is like the trio. You know, like. When you were younger, and we, you know, we, you'd be you'd bring your younger cousin along or something, and he, you know, you're yeah. all like 18, 19, your younger cousin's about seven, and he can't do anything that you're lot are doing. Do you know what I mean? It's like that, like you're bringing him along because your mum's told you to, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you know what I, I mean? Know, <laughs> I know exactly what you mean as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it feels. That's how I can compare it. Like, oh, it's not the one. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. There you go. But, yeah, great yeah. metaphor there. Yeah, um, yeah, you're right. It's like the old Davina saw to your blast or yeah. <laughs> you just kind of sitting there. Yeah. You've got like yeah. Fortnite, arguably the biggest game in the past decade. Yeah. And then Rocket League, which is not far behind. And you're sitting there with four guys with its 23 active players. <laughs> oh god, I don't know. It's like it's a fun game to be fair. We shouldn't we shouldn't we should just slate it. We we played a lot of it in our time. Yeah, no, that's true. Um but, then, but yeah, I, I do get what you mean. Yeah. Um then finally, uh this one is quite quite interesting. So to take it out of concept con uh, context of games at the moment, obviously a lot there's a lot um focused around online abuse at the moment yeah um if, if anyone in the uk especially is paying attention to the media a lot of football clubs and whatnot are cutting out social media because you know a team can lose a game and then all of a sudden their yeah. black players for example specifically are getting targeted yeah it is, it is a targeted thing to, to to the black players um, of these clubs you know so it, the, to put it into context, I think now games are actually taking, like online services are actually taking action. So Valorant is going to oh, start yeah, recording this. voice chat to curb toxicity. Yeah. Um, so I think this is a big move from Riot Games. It doesn't mean that they're sitting there listening to your conversations. No. What it says. What they're actually doing is they're just recording. Um, like I'm assuming it's going to a server or whatever. So if you report a player that's being toxic, there's more evidence against that player and i think what they're trying to do is obviously there's a difference in it like you banter don't you i mean oh you're so bad your aim's terrible yada 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 that's not being toxic it's yeah, just to no. combat the people that are turning around to other people and saying yo but you know proper like digging into people unnecessarily yeah, over just, a game just being toxic yeah do you know what i mean so it's a good thing no yeah I, like, they'd only sit there and listen to it yeah um because like you can type out whatever you want, reported. can't you? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Me and you both know from like League of Legends, for example, the tribe. Remember the old tribunal? Garbage. Yeah. Didn't work. You, no, you, it didn't work. So. People got banned for nothing, and then the people that are actually toxic didn't get banned. 
Yeah, I, I like. Remember, I remember me, for example. I had my uh, chat restricted in a, for a game. I literally typed nothing, yeah. and it was me that was being toxic. Yeah, <laughs> and I literally typed nothing the whole game. But <laughs> someone reported the whole team, and I ended up getting. Mm. I like. I ended up getting it lifted, but it took ages and all this disputing with Riot. And like, I literally didn't type. Yeah, I mean, it got to that point. I I turned the chat off at that point because I just I knew it's not worth it. Yeah. And somehow I got banned for being toxic. So, I, think, yeah. I think, like, for me, I'm a huge advocate of free speech. I think we can say things that we want to say. But on the flip side of that, if you're targeting someone for whatever reason, I think this, as long as this is used correctly, is going to be the way forward for games. Because there's no need to be toxic. It's not necessary. No. It ruins the game. So... If more games take this, you know, approach, we might actually be able to play a game of Call of Duty, for example, without someone telling me they slept with my mother. You know, yeah, <laughs> it's or just unnecessary. Us to die or yeah, get yeah. Sort of terminal disease. Yeah, it's just so, unnecessary. Like yeah. trash talk, I think is is a, is a vital part yeah. of competitive games. Oh, of it happens in everything, but when it Absolutely. gets to the point where it becomes actual like toxicity, yeah. then, then obviously you've got issues. Yeah. As long as it stays sort of trash talk, I don't... don't There's I think no it's a real issue thing. with it. No. Um, but no, you are, like, like I say, that, that is coming to Valorant. I'm not too sure when, but uh, that might lead to other companies doing it, you know, other online services, um, if it's successful, obviously. Um, yeah. Well, obviously, we've seen Sony do parties. Yeah, no, they're recording they parties record, now. Record for party the same I think, like I say, they're not sitting there listening to you and your boys, you know, chat rubbish. That's not the case. It's just purely no. for reports, and it's crucial to getting rid of online toxicity and online abuse because we're in a world now where, you know, back in the day, it used to be physical and people coming up to your face and, you know, calling you whatever. Now you've got people hiding behind a keyboard and calling you whatever. And no matter yeah. what, I, I don't, I, I, I think this, this go, this is obviously a little bit off topic, but I don't condone any form of online abuse whatsoever. I don't care who you are. I don't care who you think you are. Just don't just leave it. Like if you don't agree with something, just don't comment on it. Keep it to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> no one cares if you get like they, you just don't need to stay out of it keep games clean just you know anyway yeah yeah just a little tip as well with that with what I ended up doing in Call of Duty Modern Warfare is I had basically if I ever had to use game chat I, I had everybody muted uh, there's a yeah. setting where you can mute everyone except party I had that on constantly yeah and in League as well I ended I for the later off, years yeah I had chat turned off because yeah. it's not worth it nah. because it's a toxic environment yeah. and you don't want to get involved with that sort of thing nah, so absolutely not. yeah stamp out online abuse boys don't be part of the problem absolutely. be part of the solution yeah yes I think that is all the all the little news bits I've got yeah I think I think that is it for the news so moving gonna, on I'll preface this this topic is going to be more than likely swinging your way because I feel like you're the big Pokemon guy compared to me. 
So yeah, yeah, probably yeah. The the earlier ones, obviously, you'll have more. To oh yeah, the earlier ones, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But so, uh, I I ain't got I the foggiest, mate. <laughs> like I won't talk too much about the newer ones because uh, as I get as we'll get to them, I don't think they're that good. Yeah. I so we can spend more time on it. the older ones. Yeah, but um, Pokemon. So obviously the little intro. What's Pokemon? To that. It's a game, Pocket Monsters. <laughs> I think that's actually what it stands for. Uh, probably. It's where you are. Uh, if anyone that doesn't kid. know what Pokemon no, is. Yeah. So I'm sure like people that have never played games in their life will know what Pokemon is or at least heard of it. Yeah. Uh, obviously, it's, it's a craze from Nintendo from the 90s. You, you're basically, you're a little kid and you go around catching these little fictional monsters, monsters. and training them up and battling other yeah. Kids with monsters, yeah. It's a weird concept. Nobody expected it to blow up, but it did. And that started with Pokemon Blue in, don't know what year, 99, maybe? No, Actually. it's before that. It's before that. I'm an idiot. It's like 95, maybe. Whatever the Game Boy, original Game Boy was out. It was 98. Okay, so I was actually close. First okay. time. 98 with Pokemon Red and Blue in Japan. And uh, they 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 did a, uh, I believe they released in the US in in September ninety eight, but they came out in Japan ninety six. I think is right. So obviously the, these were random little games with the you, you caught monsters, fought other people with monsters, and it just absolutely exploded. And here we are today, where it's one of the biggest franchises going. Oh my good god! Ain't it, ain't that bloody right? With with there's an anime, there's films, there's games, there's cards, there's anything you can think of. There will probably be a Pokemon variant of it. It's somewhere. Un, it's just unbelievable. Like <laughs> it's, I, it's I absolutely exploded. I remember being as a kid, and if you, I mean, you obviously you know where the market is, right? Yeah, they where the um. I think it's a key shop now. I think next to it used to be an old game store, like an old game market, yeah. like where you'd be able to buy like second-hand PS2 games and stuff like that. Okay, they sold Pokemon cards there, bro. Yeah, and I remember going there with my dad or my mom, whatever. I think it was mainly my dad. We used to get the bus into town. And I'd go, oh, Dad, can I just have a pack of Pokemon cards? <laughs> if I knew now, I would never have opened the bloody thing. <laughs> yeah, they sell for ridiculous I, prices, some of them now. But that was that was gold. And you used to get the pack, or even like a booster box. Oh, my God. If it was my booster box, I thought it was my bloody birthday. Yeah, it was Christmas. If that happened, like, like 36 packs. Oh, oh, I was I was in heaven. And you had, uh, did you do the old card trick back in the day where you just flipped them over, got to the bottom three and switched them to the front so the rear was always at the back? No, I didn't. I didn't. I always used to do that. So the rear was always the last one you saw. And it was, oh, yeah. And this, this all, uh, obviously, this came with Pokemon Red and Blue, the first games in, in the series yep. in the Kanto region, the original. God. The memories, the music, the 2D 8-bit grid graphics. Oh, yeah, it was garbage. But, <laughs> you know. Just so many years spent. Do you, I tell you what, right? If we're, we're starting right at the beginning. So you remember 
before like little Game Boys or sorry, sorry, not before the Game Boys, but before the Game Boy SP, you had the old like well, color. Yeah, no, no, even not the color. The I think it was the advanced. <laughs> what was it? A little flip one? No, that was the SP. The Game Boy Advance was like a. I don't know, is it a big block thing? Yeah, it's like a square kind of, or like a, a rectangle yes, thing. Yes, yes. Yeah. One, I, had a, I had a clear one, and it was yeah, like... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it didn't yeah, have a backlight was... on it, did it? No, you couldn't <laughs> see. Do you remember when you were a kid, and you'd be like under the covers playing it, and then as yeah. soon as you hear your mum and dad come up the stairs, you're like chucking it down and pretending to be asleep? <laughs> because you're yeah. sitting there playing Pokemon Yellow or something like yeah, you'd sit there with it. You can't see what's going on because there's no backlight. So you're just sitting there, like, just shining a torch on the screen, trying to see. And you hear, you hear, you're like your, your parents come up the stairs. You just dash it down and lie down. Yeah, that and that thing like, gets yeeted, and you're like, no, I'm asleep. <laughs> yeah, you just start snoring <laughs> as if you're asleep, and they know full well you're not asleep. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, these are all the memories. Now, question. Cool. Who who was the first starter Pokemon you ever picked? Charmander. Yeah, so was mine. Like, it just has to be. Like, like, funnily enough, actually, Charizard's not my favourite starter out of the three. No, neither is mine. My mine is actually right. It's going to be a bit. You're going to say Venusaur. Critical, yeah, it actually is. It is Venusaur, but I know the popular choice is Charizard. So if what? I flip the intro, no one's going to understand what I'm talking about. Everyone's going to be like, "What?" <laughs> mine is Blastoise. I love. I Blastoise. always found Blastoise really boring. It's just a big turtle, bro. Yeah, but it's just plain water type, isn't it? It's just <sighs> look. It's just little turtle with cannons. Turtle with cat, mate. Don't disrespect it. But yeah, these games, Kanto, I think this is where I've spent most of my time in the franchise is Kanto. I mean, obviously Pokemon Blue. Uh, who, oh my God. While we're on Pokemon Blue, I don't know if you remember this, but why in Gen 1 was Psychic type so unbelievably busted? Oh yeah. Oh so yeah. I've, I remember the issue is obviously in Gen 1, there was mm. no Dark type yet. Yeah. So... No steel type, which is dark and steel are the only two types that resist psychic, and steel or dark wasn't a thing yet. Nah, so, so it was actually psychic or nothing. Yeah, so basically about 20% of all Gen 1 Pokemon are poison type, which psychic is super effective against. Mm-hmm. So, worse off than that, the only moves that were super effective in Gen 1 against psychic were bug type moves, and the, the, the strongest bug type move in Gen 1 was 25 power. My God. Psychic was immune to ghost in Gen <laughs> 1, not weak to it. <laughs> so, uh, basically, hello? all of the bug types as well were, heart, were poison types as well, so they were weak anyway. So, literally, and even worse than that, <laughs> there right. was no, like, special attack, special defense attack, spe- like, uh, all that. It was not split. It was just special physical. So special was classed as defense as well as special attack. So Alakazam had a really, really high special, which meant it was a tank. It could one shot and it was really quick and high speed in Gen 1 gave you more crit chance. (laughs) So it was literally just invincible. But yeah, aren't you glad that they just like fixed it? And like introduce oh, yeah, when dark types got introduced, oh Jesus. 
Because they were they were absolutely like, and it was actually a bug. Apparently, Ghost was supposed to be super effective, but they messed up the code, and they ended up with Psychic being immune. Oh, for God's sake! And the only uh, Ghost type line in Gen One in in blue and red were Geng was the Gengar line, mm. but they're they're part Poison type, meaning they're weak to Psychic anyway. <laughs> <sighs> so it's like. You obviously did. There was weird things where, like, with dragon types, were obviously very strong because there was no <laughs> counter. The only yeah. thing strong to dragon in Gen One was dragon, but there was no dragon moves that didn't do sort of fixed damage. So you had like Dragon Breath, which does forty damage no matter what. There mm-hmm. was no like Outrage or Draco Meteor back then. So it was literally just you could dragons and psychic types were just immortal. Imagine that, like, you, but then not. I don't. I don't know if really many people actually looked into it like that. Like, do you know no, what I mean? You, no. The only thing that, that would make you really think that was like Sabrina the psychic gym in Gen 1 was just impossible. Yes. Because <laughs> like you'd have to overtrain like, yeah. your Pokemon just to even have a yeah, chance. Yeah, because the level spike for Sabrina was really high as well. So she'd have like really high level Pokemon. She'd get to her Alakazam and just you'd just tear through everything. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but yeah, people obviously they didn't really have internet or anything back then, really. So it no, was so like, no one was Googling things. No. I think that's also why the de- decline has happened. Because back then, as a kid, you would just there was no internet. You couldn't really. The only way you could look up what to do was if you had the game guide. So yeah. you just spent hours just walking about and exploring everything. Whereas now it's so easy just to be like, "Oh, where do I go?" Hmm. I'm just Google it. Yeah, but now, no, it yeah, doesn't work like that. No, you, the games full walkthroughs have been made for these games before they're even released yeah. so it's like it isn't like you can you can find out where to catch every single Pokemon just by googling it now which is a shame because it's just it's the, it misses the magic of it yeah yeah absolutely I think and I actually remember I'm sure in Gen 1 also with Alakazam it mm. had such a high special stat but it could also learn like fire punch like thunder punch and all them so it had Really good type coverage, and because he was really quick, he just everything crit. There was just no. <laughs> it was just absolutely ridiculous. Thank God for for Johto when they added dark types. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God, but like going on to sort of the the games proceeding. Obviously, with Kanto, we had Pokemon Red and Blue and Yellow. Mm-hmm. Yellow was not for me actually. Personally, I didn't I didn't like starting with a Pikachu. Um, I mean, I like I liked it in that regard because it, it was something different. Because obviously, all we'd seen is, you know, Squirtle, Charmander, uh, Bulbasaur. Yeah, yeah. So I guess it was just like, uh, I mean, I don't really, I don't think it was really necessary because I think you could catch a uh, Pikachu anyway. Yeah, you could in Viridian Forest, which is one of the first areas. So, so I don't think it was really necessary to. I think I'm no. To be honest, it was a bit of a money grab personally yeah off the off of the success pikachu as a character got um but unpopular opinion but i really don't like pikachu as a character or a pokemon i really don't i'm gonna trigger everybody i really don't like it no it's a bit overrated to be fair like it's it's not a very good pokemon i I I find it's so overused i think it's just like one of those things that like everyone knows it so if oh yeah, it. you like you you could never even look at a Pokemon in your life, but you know what Pikachu is. Yeah, of course. Like you, you will know, yeah. So I get it. But then obviously we had in 2003, I think we had Pokemon Fire Red, mm-hmm. 
which was a sort of a remaster of the, the first games. These were actually classed as Gen 3, the same as the Hoenn ones. Uh, I, these are probably the games I spent most of my time on. I have I play these on Emulator quite a lot now. Right. Uh, and I, this was the first game where I ever did a Nuzlocke challenge. I don't know if you know what that is. Not a clue. So basically, a Nuzlocke challenge in Pokemon is like a, basically a difficulty spike for the game because the games aren't really that hard. No. Where you... Uh, Basically, so you every route you go to, you can only, the first encounter you get is what you have. That, that's the only Pokemon you can catch on that route. Right. And when a Pokemon dies, instead of being able to heal it, you've got to release it. It's, it's actually dead rather than just fainting. Oh, so God. you play with that rule set where you can only catch one Pokemon on each route. When it dies, it dies. Yeah, so it, it's challenging, but this is where I did my first one. And uh, yeah, I, I know the games like the back of my hand with, with fire red and, and leaf green. See, they made a lot of improvements. I think I did play them a lot when I was a kid, but I think my main memories would be with like Ruby and Sapphire. Yeah. Because they were sort of like the ones I played mainly. I think. I don't, yeah. to, be, to be honest with you, which is really sad, like I don't really remember them that much anymore. And I would love to be able to buy one and play it again. Like, yeah. I mean, I know you can like emulate it now, can't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've got Emerald on, on an emulator. Yeah. You know, but I, I don't know. I just think I did. I don't really know to be honest. I, do, I just think Em, uh, not Emerald. Um, what's it called? Sapphire and Ruby were sort yeah, of that's it. where where for me it took off. Like that was where like it, it evolved to a bit more of a modern game because obviously we were riding off the old ones for a very, very long time. And yeah, then they yeah, changed absolutely. it up a bit. Um Yeah, no, that goes in. I'm not gonna mention this one too much because I, I hate these games. I, but the Johto games like gold, silver, crystal, I, I these are my least. Never understood ones. those. I, I do not like them at all, which is very unpopular opinion. Heart Gold, Soul Silver, the, the remakes are among like the the majority favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I really don't like Johto. I, I I think it's inferior to Kanto in every single way. And I don't really I, know why I, they're bothered. It's like, very similar to Kanto, but I, I find it so boring. Like, mm. I don't like I don't like any of the starter Pokemon from Johto. You had Feraligator, Typhlosion, and Meganium, I think. I, I don't like any of them. Feraligator is okay. Yeah. It's just a crocodile. Uh, I don't I don't know. Or an alligator rather. <laughs> I don't Feraligator the crocodile. Like, I just I really don't like the root. I just don't really like I don't really No, God, sorry. No, no, I was just correcting myself. Oh, I, I, I just don't understand why they made so many versions of the same game. Like, obviously, like Crystal and stuff like that, weren't they just pretty much... Oh, re- it was basically... Regens uh, of, like... Yeah, it was pretty much a, just a slightly updated... It was the same story and everything to Gold, Silver, but it just had to just fixed a few bits, basically. Like, I don't know, we didn't, they didn't have the the technological... What's it called? Like, like they couldn't. They couldn't patch. I yeah, think. yeah. Like I get that, but part of the the beauty of having the Pokemon games, well, that they were broken. Like some of them just didn't work oh, properly. God, yeah, red and blue especially were really, really broken. Yeah, but that was just part of it. 
Do you not, think... not forgetting the Mew glitch as well, red and blue. The Mew glitch. You, if you got a lava cookie under like a truck, you could catch what? a Mew. It wasn't even supposed to be in the game. Can I tell you? It's probably the most infamous Pokemon glitch of all time, I would think. You could randomly just catch a Mew when you, you shouldn't be able to. And in Fire Red and Leaf, Greeno took it out for some reason. Because they didn't but, want people catching Mew, apparently. Yeah, apparently not. But yeah, Johto for me is, is not... I don't like Johto. I don't like... Uh, there's very few Pokemon. I like Umbreon, I think it's really cool. Uh, Espeon's cool. But uh, I don't know. I don't know what it is for me. But Johto never never managed to, to, to sort of capture me like Kanto did. I do like that they did do more with Eevee. Oh, yeah, yeah, Eevee. That's actually a good question. So with Eevee, right. we have Water Grass Fire Evolutions. We've got Psychic Dark, mm-hmm. Ice Grass, and Fairy. What If you could make an Eevee type, what would you do? Dragon. Oh, imagine. The thing is, like that'd be cool. But with mm. that, Obviously, dragons are quite strong. Like usually, they're they're say pseudo legendary, so they've got like six hundred base stat. Mm-hmm. An Eevee would either the, the, the dragon Eevee would it make every other evolution just obsolete, or it would oh, be of really course. weak for a dragon. I think then it would just sort of boil down to whatever you actually like. Like, yeah, in terms which of... I think that's how it is now. To be honest, you can use yeah. any, all of them. They've all got the same stats. You know what I'd do? This is really like sort of. Excuse the language, basic bitch answer. How dare you use swears? But there's there's no evolution just for leveling up. I'd just make a normal type one, like it already is, just to improve like an evolved version of just Eevee on its own. That's true. Eevee stinks. Oh yeah. Like there's a beauty with Eevee, it's very weak as a Pokemon in general, but it's seven or eight different evolutionary branches. And it's hella cute. Oh yeah, Eevee's very cute, but that, that, that leads us on. Do you remember Pokemon Let's Go Eevee and Pikachu? Well, yeah. they, they brought off the old Pokemon Go hype and brought it back to Kanto. Yeah. And games like they were okay, but the I don't know if you found this. The motion controls didn't work. I just, I, <laughs> do you know what? You know, in all honesty, I genuinely thought it stunk. Yeah, I remember we played it for a while. Yeah. And, I remember you got to like fifth year, but just couldn't do it. I couldn't be asked. I was just like, do you know what? What is? Why am I even bothering? Like, <laughs> I got to it got to a stage where it was just like, this is like everything that you know, Pokemon Fire Red, for example. Yeah, it, it was trying to be an updated version of that. I felt like, but the the, the, yeah, the bloody yeah. Game Boy version was was better than yeah. an updated Switch version. <laughs> Yeah, they they removed wild Pokemon battles, so you could only find stuff in the overworld of Pokemon in the grass. Yeah, it was ridiculously understand. easy. It's something I can't remember when they introduced this. I think it was Pokemon X and Y, mm. but the XP share is automatically on for your whole team. So no matter what, unless you turn it off, which in like Sword and Shield you can't even turn it off. Yeah, so it, you just get seriously overleveled all the time. Yeah, and I did notice it that. It was, too easy. It was a bit pointless because I was like, well, all right, so all my Pokemon are like level 40s and I'm literally going into like a, a gym that's like 10. Yeah, yeah, you could. It was, it was far too easy, which is where with like the original Kanto and other, some, somewhat with Johto and, and Hoenn, you, you had that difficulty there. 
because you had to physically sit and grind if you wanted to sort of catch up. Yeah. But now you just slap the XP share on and kill a few things and everybody's getting levels. Yeah, or like back in the day, you used to have to like put, um, what's it called? Them into like uh, daycares. Like if you yeah, wanted to yeah, like boost them, them up yeah. and you'd leave them in daycares and then like bugger the off and do whatever you're going to do. Yeah, you had the consequence with that where they, they sometimes would replace moves yeah. as well. So you had oh, to of course, kind of yeah. risk it. Risk it for that chocolate biscuit, isn't it? Yeah. And the, the, like the difficulty is certainly gone. Yeah. And I, know, yeah. I know they're kids' games, but like we never had issues. I mean, they're hard games. Some like this, so you had like, Sabrina and the Elite Four were tough. Yeah, but, but they weren't impossible. Yeah, you got through it. As a, like when we were kids, but nowadays they just seem very catered to oh, kids these of... days getting it easy. <laughs> but uh, let's okay, move boomer to, to, to Hoenn because that's that's most of your experiences lie, mm. and it's, it is next. We we briefly spoke about Joto, but I think we both agree they're not not Joto's not no. So let's go on to Hoenn which is Ruby, Sapphire, Emerald, and later on, Omega, Ruby, Alpha, Sapphire for the uh, 3DS. 3DS. Omega, Ruby, Alpha, Sapphire for me. Now, this is controversial. Omega, Ruby, Alpha, Sapphire for me ruined Hoenn for me. I do not like Hoenn because of these games now. I don't really understand why they bothered making them for the 3DS. It didn't really make any sense. It what? was just because uh, people want, obviously, like they're making the Diamond and Pearl remakes. Um, for the yeah. switch, yeah, it was just because it, it they were heavily requested, but they weren't very popular because just, they, just they don't like. <laughs> it took a route with with Hoenn. You get it was a brand new setting, whereas Johto and Kanto are very similar. Yeah, Hoenn was a completely separate sort of thing. It looked completely different. There was you got all these new Pokemon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, you know, things like Agron were released and stuff, which was a sick Pokemon. Oh, Agron's really cool, yeah. The big rock steel Godzilla-looking yeah. thing, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, you had some really cool stuff. Mm-hmm. But it was uh, Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire took all the challenge out of it. So you were just wondering <laughs> about, oh, God, yeah, it ruined Hoenn for me. And trying to play Pokemon Ruby Sapphire Emerald now is, is kind of tainted for me. Yeah, you just kind of like, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> no. But I, one thing I do remember, actually, from, from Hoenn, with, with difficulty in the originals, was when you had to face your dad and he had the two slackings, and he would absolutely just pummel you. One of them had uh, revenge, I think it was, or retaliate. That's it. Right. And it just one shot you because it basically, if, if you use retaliate after one of your Pokemon just got knocked out, it does like double damage. So it always, you'd knock one of his Pokemon out and he switched to the slacking and retaliate, just one shot you and you just keep doing it. And it was a proper what a challenge. way to design a game. It was, it's proper challenging, some mm. of the stuff in home. You had the, the first tag team what they call it is double battles i said tag team tag team what is this (laughs) wwe (laughs) hardy boys in yeah tag me in boss man yeah but um yeah they did a double battle you had the first double battle gym with the Mm. psychic type one but luckily Mm. by this point psychic types weren't absurdly broken yeah but yeah hoen hoen is, is a nice it's a nice region. You've seen, I think they've got really good legendaries here as well. Oh, yeah. You've got what? Um, 
Kyogre, Groudon, Rayquaza, Latios, Latias, the, the Regis. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, the Reggie Rock, Ice is Steel. Jirachi, you the, the Deoxys. Yeah, there, there's a bunch of really good ones. Yeah. Uh, I think this um, this led the way to sort of what we have now. These were very popular games. And they obviously came out with, with Fire Red Leaf Green. I think... They were the remakes of the first ones. And they... they I think they changed the way you had. They were still sort of setting a grid, sort of graphic setting, mm-hmm. but I think they gave us more freedom of what you wanted to do. I think it took what the first ones were and just improved on them, but not to a point where you didn't feel like it was Pokemon anymore. And it was ridiculous, but oh, it still ju- felt like Pokemon. just enough that it was like, oh, okay, I still feel like I played a Pokemon game and not like. Yeah, it was a complete 180 from Johto, I think, which is where <laughs> Johto did wrong by keeping it so similar to the first one. Hoenn brought away from that, and that's where we've gone sort of for the rest of the series where every game feels different now. And I think yeah. Hoenn probably can be thanked for that. Hoenn was really diverse as well. Although with Hoenn, I know about a good 40% of it was just water. You did have like, there was like a desert, you had forests. It, yeah. it was quite diverse, and, and this led on to, obviously, Sinnoh, which is widely regarded as the best the best uh, region and with the best games with Diamond, Pearl, and Platinum. Mm-hmm. One complaint I have with, with Platinum is it literally was the same as Diamond and Pearl, just updated slightly, which was needed. There was, there was definitely as, as good. I think Sinnoh are the best games, the Diamond and Pearl games. They've got like, some of my favourite Pokemon with Infernape and Dialga. Uh-huh. Uh, this is where I spent most of my childhood I think whereas I've spent more time in Kanto but I think individual game wise I think this is where I spent my time I don't think I ever played here. Diamond and Pearl oh you're missing out you're missing out they were beautiful at least they I don't think very... I did they were I can't remember when they come out maybe like 05, 06 yeah I think I was done by then yeah they uh <laughs> They they were just wonderful games. It was they're the most diverse games to date. I think they had so many different sort of regions in one. Mm. I think the I think these are some of the best Pokemon introductions as well into the series. Okay. One complaint though, um, when Diamond and Pearl on their own they fixed it in Platinum, but uh-huh. Diamond and Pearl you literally had two in the main game. You had two families of Fire type Pokemon. So if you didn't start. Chimchar, you were kind of screwed. So what's you, the you point in that? You couldn't really have a fire type because there's only that or the, the I've forgotten the name. The horse from Kanto, the fire horse. Uh Rapidash. Uh, Rapidash, yeah. yeah, yeah. It, it was only that or Chimchar line. It was, it was only them. So you couldn't really have a fire type. So Chimchar automatically became sort of the, the, the top one mm. because you had to. Because a lot of you had like grass gym, there was an ice gym. It catered. There was like a one of the elite four was bug. So having a fire type was quite beneficial. Yeah, but you just couldn't. So that's that's the only thing complaint I think really got. I think Diamond and Pearl definitely has the single hardest sort of fight as well in the main game in any like with with Cynthia. I don't know if you've you've ever no. seen Cynthia's team, but it is a absolute monster of a team. Like this is a team you could quite easily use. In, in your own sort of playthrough. Right. It, it's 
absolutely stuff. ridiculous. So I see it. She started off with a spirit tomb, and I'll, I'll find uh, the levels. Uh, here it is. So she started off with a spirit tomb at level fifty-eight. Uh-huh. Which uh, actually, let me uh, let me find one with moves. Moves. It shows the coverage as well that she had was absurd. Oh, let me try to find one. Here we go. See, I have very limited. Um, yeah. Because, again, never played it. <laughs> yeah. I kind of get it. Like I said, I, like, my understanding of Pokemon is very limited past um, like Ruby and Sapphire. Just not because I didn't think the games were good. I, you just, I, and again, I don't think I've really lost interest. I think just more things come out like that I wanted to play as opposed to still playing Pokemon and playing handheld consoles. Yeah, which is fair enough. Yeah, it's absolutely fair enough. So, yeah. managed to find Cynthia's team. Now, this is this is this is ridiculous. So she always opened with a Spirit Tomb, which was Ghost Dark type. Now. Thing with Ghost Dark type up until the release of the fairy type in like X and Y, there was no weakness. It didn't have a weakness at all. So it was so exactly like Psychic in the first year. Yeah, you had no weakness. It wasn't like a massive like attacker and things that the the special physical split had happened by now. So it wasn't like it just was all around just God. Mm -hmm. It was like it it did have sort of it was it was but it was quite bulky. Right, but it had the moves. Dark Pulse, Psychic, Silver Wind, and Embargo, which is really good type coverage. Got Dark, Psychic, and Bug type moves. And it, it would just all round be a problem. Right. And if, if you, you could get for it quite quickly, like it wouldn't one it kill anything. Mm. Uh, she'd have a Roserade as well, which is Grass Poison with Energy Ball, Sludge Bomb, Shadow Ball, Extra Sensory. So, really good cover there. They're having, well, Poison, Dark. A ghost, sorry, poison, ghost, grass, and psychic type moves. Really good type coverage. Level, what level was that? 60, level 60. The spirit tomb was 61. I don't know if I actually mentioned that. Mm. You had uh, Gastrodon, which was water, ground type, level 60, muddy water, earthquake, stone edge, sludge bomb. It's only weak to grass, and it has sludge bomb, which is super effective against grass types. Real pain to deal with, very bulky. That's a 10 out of 10 right there. It's a really good tool. You could easily use this team, like in your own playthrough. Mm. You had Lucario, everyone knows Lucario, Fighting Steel type level 63, Aura Sphere, Dragon Pulse, Psychic, Earthquake. Really good, really good uh, move set. Mm. Really tough, really, really strong Pokemon. Like, I, I've, I don't know who came up with this team, but you're evil. He had Milotic, Water Type, level 63, Surf, Ice Beam, Mirror Coat, Acro Ring. Acro Ring heals itself as a 16th of health each turn. Right. Really bulky, good special attack. And uh, oh, a main event, arguably the single strongest main game Pokemon in any fight that you ever will see. And that is Cynthia's Garchomp. Dragon Ground type, level 66. Dragon Rush, Earthquake, Brick Break, Giga Impact. This thing is a stuff of nightmares. <laughs> this, like, there's, there's an infamous thing around, like, Nuzlockers. When you're doing a Nuzlocke run in Sinnoh, mm-hmm. 
this this Garchomp has not been known to single-handedly end entire runs because it will it will just wipe everything out on its own. How far? Thing, how like far God, in the game is this? This is she's the champion. This is the last right. fight. Well, that would, uh, do you know what? That'd be everything going out the window. It, it, this Garchomp quite possibly might be the single strongest Pokemon in the in, in a like like an NPC Pokemon in the main game of any of the main games in the franchise. God this thing gosh. is utterly ridiculous, and that's not even going into the rematch when it's like level seventy-seven. Like that's just the, the first edition. This thing single-handedly ends Nozlocke runs on its own. Like her rest of her team is doable. It's this. If you do not have something that can deal with this, you are done. Your whole team's getting wiped because <laughs> it's it's quick. Its attack is through the roof and it's bulky. It's just a monster. That's enough to make uh, someone cry. And there's uh, there's actually a meme with the black games with black and white. And I won't go too much into these games because you never played them. No. But um, with Black and White, again, fantastic games. Uh, they introduced a really cool feature that I'll get to in a minute. But with with the, this, there's there's a thing with Black and White where in the post game, and it's like this is this has become a meme, right? Where you you're the champion of Unova, the region of Black and White, and you walk into this house in the post game, and you just see Cynthia standing there, and the meme is just yell my head out. <laughs> I really don't want to. You fight her. All the Pokemon are like level eighty, and you just see the Garchomp come out, and you're like. I'm in danger. You know the meme where it's like the kid from The Simpsons sitting on the bus and it's like, I'm in danger. Yeah. That's that's the meme. (laughs) It's like you walk into the house and see Cynthia standing there and it's just, I'm in danger. For God's sake. Like she's that tough of a fight. That level 80 Garchomp. I've got to find the team for that. It's the level 80 Garchomp is just nightmare worthy. What do Cynthia? The thing is, I never really understood it it's that deep. Like, I, I just... Yeah, yeah. Like... You played the games. Yeah, I just played it for what it is. Do you know what I mean? Like, never really cared that much about it. Like, they're good. They're just not, like... like obviously, I understand there's a cult fan base, but I was just all right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, right, yeah. So, her team in the, the Black and White 2 post-game... Mm-hmm. So you had the Spiritomb at level 76, double team, Shadow Ball, Hypnosis, Dream Eater. Again, didn't have a weakness by this point. Milo Tick, Water Type, level 76, Hydro Pump, Blizzard, Attract, and Rest. So it would, it would attract you if you obviously were the same, if you were a different gender, rather, you wouldn't be able to attack. 10 out of 10. We had Lucario, level 76, still fighting, Psychic, Extreme Speed, Close Combat, Flash Cannon. You had Togekiss, which is a new entry to the team. Level yep. 76, normal flying type, aura sphere, extreme speed, air slash thunder wave. So it's basically a crit, a crit sort of abusing Pokemon that's also very bulky. Uh-huh. Also could potentially have Serene Grace for its ability, which if uh, I'm not sort of mistaken, it yeah, it doubles the chance of added effects from moves. So with crit, for example, with uh, air slash, there's an increased chance to crit as it is. With serene grace, it pretty much made it a guaranteed crit. So what you're telling me is the developers hate. Yeah, just Cynthia, just final boss. You know, Glaceon, it's level 76, ice type, ice beam, shadow ball, signal beam, barrier. And then uh, 
And then this. Oh, no. The Garchomp. Dragon Ground, Earthquake, Dragon Rush, Stone Edge, Fire Blast, level 78. Well, Smash level 99, isn't it? 100. 100. Mm. If this, this thing is just, yeah, this is why there's a meme. When you, you are the champion of Unova, you've done everything. And the last thing you ever do in that game is you see this one house on its own. You walk in, see Cynthia. Nah, I'm head out. I'm not doing that. You'd be like, nah, you're all right, mate. <laughs> Right. It's just tough, but yeah, black and white were very good as well. I think um, they added a really cool feature where you could do like tournaments, right? So they got like gym leaders from around each game, and they how you could have like Pokemon World Championships against all the region's sort of champions and gym leaders. It was really cool. That's kind of cool. Yeah, so like you'd have a tournament where you'd have like the champion, like Cynthia. You'd have like Gary from Kanto. You'd have um, Steven from Harwin. And they'd all be in one tournament. It was really cool. Really nice feature that I've never seen again. But rattling through the other games, you got like X and Y was pretty stinky to me. Had some cool Pokemon. Like mm-hmm. Greninja was really popular. You know, the, the frog. It's like a dark no. water. You'd, you'd know it if you saw it, I think. Right. Um, other than that, again, not pretty lackluster. This is where the game starts to drop for me. Uh, Sword and Shield, again, really stinky. And Sun and Moon, really stinky. Right. Uh, all new Pokemon, new stories. Wasn't a fan of any of them. I don't really like the legendaries. Other than X and Y had some cool legendaries, Xerneas and Eveltal. Mm. But other than that, pretty stinky games. Yeah, um, I've, ne- mm. I've, I've never, never touched any of the new ones. I'm not really that, you know. Yeah, your last one you tried was Let's Go. Yeah, and that was enough for me to be like, yep. But yeah, that, that's about it for the individual games other than Pokemon Go, which we've both got some some sort of history in. Yes. Yeah. Pokemon Go, obviously it came out, what, 2016 and blew up. It was ridiculous. Mega popular. Yeah, just, <laughs> I remember we used to go out. Yeah, yeah. It was a good excuse to, to go it, out. And it was just packed everywhere was completely packed oh, it's, it's unbelievable everyone, you'd have hordes of pokemon like you'd have someone screaming you know there's like a rare one over here and there's hordes of people just <laughs> flocking uh, boys boys there's a there's a charmander over here and everyone's like yeah <laughs> everyone just goes mental <laughs> and they, like just flock straight to it the game oh. kind of died off a little bit but it's really popular again now like, oh yeah, because they've done updates and all sorts, haven't they? So it's, yeah, it's like six hundred Pokemon in it now. Half of them we never heard of. Yeah, and it's just it's just good fun. All my mates play it, and it gives us an excuse to go out and do stuff. And it's yeah. it's quite fun. I mean, I, I played it for a little bit, and then I got bored. I think. Yeah, you only really did it for like the legendary raids, and then you I remember you failed catching the the birds, and you like. Oh, it's just like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's like our oh, histories. I think would do the games. Yeah, I think mine, mine compared to yours, obviously mine's a bit more like uh, old school. Like you know, I'm like I'm like one of them boomers that was like, yo, <laughs> I played Pokemon back when it first came out. Whereas yeah, you've yeah. continued your interest in it. Whereas my interest is. Like I think the Pokemon cards are sick, but in terms of the games, I'm I kind of just lost. 
because they changed it too much for my liking. I was like, oh, like, I don't understand. I can't bother to learn all the different stuff about the new Pokemon of that. I'm just like, oh, I'm just going to leave it here for now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. there's obviously the Diamond and Pearl remakes are going to be are incoming. Um, they look really, really odd. I don't like the art style at all. But uh, they've been requested for so long. I, I definitely will be will be giving them a go. Yeah, they might be all right. Whenever they release. Along with this Legends of Arceus game, we're not really sure. It's like an RPG, mm-hmm. like open world thing coming out that's not, not linked. I don't know. That That looks good, but they shouldn't be two separate games, I don't think. It should just be one game. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're both set in Sinnoh. But yeah. But that that's pretty much it. That's our history with the, the franchises. I've got one last thing. Um oh. basically this topic is done because Pokemon Snap, the new Pokemon Snap just released. Yes. The other day. Uh supposedly it's very good. I haven't tried it yet. Suppose it's getting very favorable reviews. People are calling it uh, one of the best games of 2021 so far. So, yeah, I, I think definitely give that a try. Wow. Uh, Didn't realize it went down that well. Yeah, apparently it's very good. With, um, what's it called? Pokemon Sword, uh, Shield, sorry, being on sale. Now's a good time to try these games. Yes. But, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. That, is, that is probably, that's it for me. Yeah, I'm, uh, I think I'm ready to wrap up, so to speak. Um, yeah. Well, that was... Obviously, the intro was a bit different. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean... This episode will be... I don't know what that was. Like, my brain just, like, <laughs> died. You just sound like you just died, yeah. Like, like a t- <laughs> Oh, what is wrong with you? I'm falling apart, bro. It's a bank holiday. Oh, schedules in the bin because we're supposed to be at work, but we're not. It's ropes, mate. But... Yeah, everything, everything's gone. <laughs> this always happens whenever we record on a bank holiday. It always just kind of goes all over the shop. Oh yes. <laughs> um, actually, one thing I will mention before we end is last episode. You'll notice that I had to post edit the end of the episode. My mic died uh, completely, so Ben did the outro. And then his mic died. So <laughs> I yeah, had, had to <laughs> post edit it. And um, yeah. that, that was that was interesting. So yeah. we'll see if I have to do that again. Um, we had some technical difficulties. Everything died. Yeah, well, <laughs> just... I mean, it's not the end of the world because Audacity is quite nice. But oh, my Lord. Um, yeah. So we'll see if we can get through an outro without... Yeah, potentially. I mean, so, so in terms of like scheduled stuff, obviously we've spoken about it over the last couple of weeks. That um, the only thing that's really stuck is the podcast comes out on Sunday, and that I think for the foreseeable future, I don't know. I think that is how it'll stick, and the clips will just come out as and when because if, you know it just feels a bit more easier that way because it's. Yeah. The Twitter bangs on odd times and stuff, so it's like, <laughs> yeah, sometimes we we're, 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 were testing around with different timings, and you get it, it depending on day, like the same time will do nothing, and then the next yeah. day it will bang. It's really strange, I don't know. And so, yeah, we're just testing stuff out. Obviously, this is a hobby for us, this isn't like a full time job. This is no, like, yeah, this so purely we do it for fun, yeah, we do it because we enjoy doing it. So, I'm not gonna 
stick to a schedule like we were before because I felt like we were trying to force something that it wasn't. Yeah, it felt forced, which is why we've obviously taken a step back from a lot. It's of just stuff. chilling, uh, chatting because when we when we first wanted to create the podcast, wasn't it? It was like, oh, let's just chat rubbish. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, we are, we we've come up with that identity for ourselves, and I see like we don't swear and things like that. Like, but in terms of actual content and the way we release episodes, it's just easier when it's smoother and it just like it comes out when it comes yeah, out. The only thing we stick to it. is when we record and when it comes out. Other than that, it's about it. It's fair game, isn't it? Comes out yeah. when it comes out, boys. You know. Yeah, we're in the process still of of our rebrand. We haven't had a lot of time to look. No, because it's always been when you're busy, or when you're yeah, not busy, yeah. I'm busy. Oh, when I just haven't I'm had the time to really sit and do it. But <laughs> it's just is something we're still are doing. We we just need to commission someone to sort it out for us. Yeah, it is something we are in the process of, of looking at. Yes, but we just need we need more time for it. We're both at work now, begin like full time. What so <laughs> finding? <laughs> Back to real life. We are just just finding that yeah. time to sit and do it, but it will come. We haven't forgotten. No, it will happen. It'll happen. But um, stay tuned. Yeah, I think that's everything from me. Um, yeah, me too. Lovely, cool. So, what, well, boys and girls, we will make sure that this episode's out on Sunday. Uh, all our links will be in the description. Check us out on socials um, at Hit Start to Play website is hstp.co.uk but you know that by now that is everything from us we will see you next week um with probably another weird intro who knows and take care goodbye bye